Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Don't go for second best. Put your love to the test, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show. Chelsea hosts Leicester in the Prem and the Champions League groups have landed. It's Friday, 26th of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Russell. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Hello, everybody. Happy Freitag. Oh, can you feel it, PDD? <laughs> well, I'm just pulling a bit of... Uh, Careful. Pulling a bit of uh, food off my trouser. Oh, <laughs> so, it really uh, yeah. is Friday. It really is Friday. <laughs> oh, dearie me. What type of food is it? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't even have kids. Why do I have just have food down me all the time? To be fair to you, they are they're heavily patterned trousers. Yeah, where a I lot wouldn't know. A lot of food could hide. <laughs> <laughs> I could have all sorts on there. Oh, is dear. it a refrigerator? I saw a man this morning eating refrigerators. Who did that? Marcus Speller. How a little you? meaty Friday morning oh, treats. Oh, get your protein in early, everybody. It helps with the Fanta later. Um, right, what are you looking forward to this weekend, Jim Campbell? I am looking forward to Wesley Fofana not playing for Leicester against Chelsea mm. in case he joins Chelsea when Leicester don't want to sell him. It seems like, <laughs> it seems like they've really psychologically tied themselves yes. in knots with what is a, a reportedly that decision. Mm. If they're sort of thinking... Maybe they'll forget about it. Yeah. I thought you were <laughs> yeah. going to say when he joins Chelsea when they've just countered a Leicester attack. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm, 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 I'm with them. I'm with them. Slides in yeah. from the side. <laughs> Introduce him at halftime. Ah, now you're talking. Yeah. yeah. The whole uh, the whole shebang. Uh, Pete Donaldson, what are you looking forward to this weekend? So I'm looking forward to the matches happening at uh, just gone lunchtime tomorrow afternoon. Southampton, Man United. Man United returning to form. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> underwhelming Beautiful, against teams that you would naturally say in the 90s it um, yeah. would be beneath them Southampton fans um, sorry but bear with me they mm. obviously don't like it when we, we talk about that result or those results right well let's talk about a, a, another result let's go a bit further back it's been a long time since Southampton like you remember Shellac to Man United do you remember there was a period where they used to hammer them I mean it probably only happened twice maybe yeah, three but times but still it was significant wasn't it it was yeah. very significant yeah maybe we, we, are we on for a 6-3 <laughs> possibly yeah. I don't know. what strip are United going to turn up in so a little special off the H gate perhaps yeah. <laughs> that's true well with the new Predator film maybe they will go fully invisible with yeah, that kind of yeah. Thing, I like it uh, is there a new Predator film yeah Prey yeah. it's unwelcome cool. isn't it yeah. just keep <laughs> Keep aliens, predator. They keep making them. Yeah. No one's watching I've, them. I've seen it. It was surprisingly good. What? Why yeah. have you gone to see a predator film in twenty twenty two, Jim Plum, Plum. So oh, yeah, the cinema. Didn't on. have to go to the cinema. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Andy, um, other than watching Prey, what were you looking forward to this weekend? <laughs> I thought of toadying to the host, Marcus, and uh-huh. saying I'm looking forward to Benfica beating Boavista tomorrow oh, yeah. because that would be mm. if they won it. Roger Schmidt 
matching Svenigan's record of seven successive wins at the start of the season. We got there in the end. He's done you but there, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say that yeah, go because oh. I am taking my family to Wimbledon versus Barrow tomorrow that, and what? they've just announced yeah. John Fashionu is going to be presented oh, on wow. the pitch. Blimey. And yeah. isn't Gladiators returning to the BBC? Or well, that's or, the thing. My children, returning, going to my the children know him as Awuga John Fashionu. Yeah, Gladiators right. John Fashionu. Yeah. Not Nigerian deal or no deal John Fashionu. Right, yeah. okay. Oh, the worst man in the universe, John Fassett. <laughs> I, I cannot believe we've already spoken about Predator, Gladiators and, and John Fashion. <laughs> They're all relevant. They're, They're all current. <laughs> that's, how to, like, that's how much we've run out of ideas. Of Have you seen the fashion? <laughs> Lots of got visible thongs walking around over high-waisted blooming jeans. It's insane out there. Lasses. I'm wearing a red hat like Fred Durst, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's been co-opted. It doesn't go to good places, that hat. <laughs> oh, it was a warning. Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, I should say that uh, some of our listeners got in touch uh, with what they're looking forward to this weekend, perhaps a bit more contemporary. Uh, Gary says, Casemiro getting sent off in the first 20 minutes of his debut to bring us United fans back down to earth. Mm. Very much fitting what you said, Peter. Uh, ben said, Liverpool's combined midfield age to crack 100 years. Note, uh, of course, um, everybody, that uh, if Henderson, Milner and Fabi start the combined age will be 96 okay. see if Jürgen Klopp's like a listener he might cheat and go 442 yeah. oh yeah <laughs> just to help out uh, Ben in. there yeah, if they yeah. need an extra man in there at any point it will mm. top 100 yeah yeah, yeah. unless they bring on someone who's two years old that's, that's it well uh, we top, often, top 100 three was a great footballer <laughs> <laughs> um, do get involved often we ask on on, uh, on on Twitter or you can email us of course what you're looking forward to uh, at the weekend show at footballramble.com and at football ramble gentlemen the Champions League draw it landed yesterday and uh, the dust has settled <laughs> and my goodness there's a big United of Kingdom clash in Group A Liverpool face Rangers in the uh, Graham Sooners derby or the Stephen Gerrard derby Mark Walters derby Andy said quite rightly the Mark Walters derby the list goes on really quite frankly it does Um, but we'll stop there Uh, yeah I mean Rangers got an amazing win uh, away at PSV Eindhoven of course uh, during the week to qualify uh, they really, they really did sort of drag them down to their level and beat them with experience, in my opinion. In that match, I thought I they thought... were cute and well, they were experienced. Let's say they nearly. I mean, they had a few <laughs> chances. I mean, PSV will be absolutely gutted, of course. But uh, it's a great way. Rangers still pulling out these amazing results yeah. in Europe. Like they, they know how to win in Europe. Van Bronckhorst has come in there. And, and, and has got them playing. And also, with McGregor not being in goal, because he was always big for them in European competition. Mm. Not so much during domestic football, but towards the end of uh, his, his time there. But McLaughlin was superb in goal as yeah. well. Tough it's, group, though, right? Ajax, Liverpool and Napoli. But, but doable. Oops. I, I, I think, I think it, could, it could be tougher. I think, I think you look at Rangers and Celtic. Mm. and I think, I think I, I would, Celtic... I, I, have, I wouldn't yeah. say they're favourites to get out of their group, but I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility. Mm. Which, considering they both came out of pot four... Mm. Is, is quite impressive. See, with both Ajax and Napoli, you don't know what to expect from them at mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. because they've had a massive season of turnover, uh, summer of turnover at Napoli. Tungi and Dombele's there in, enjoying himself mm. on the on the bench, obviously. Mm-hmm. Presumably he'll be in the first team by the time the games actually <laughs> actually, actually happen. Uh-huh. But, but they're in a bit of a state of flux and probably weaker than last season. Ajax have changed, what, five, six of their starting 11 and Anthony might be off as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, goodness knows, they could go and buy pretty much anyone within reason yeah. with that Anthony money before then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is, Ajax and Napoli are unknowables. But what you were saying about Rangers under Van Bronckhorst, it's not just under Van Bronckhorst, is it? It's under Steven Gerrard. Like, well, he, your, he took them a certain way. Their European form yeah. 
and, and them being good in Europe mm. against big teams supersedes mm. either of those coaches. Yeah. It's just Rangers. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it's been 12 years since they've been in the Champions League. Yeah. And mm. also, looking at Napoli and Ajax, and obviously, you know, Liverpool clearly the favourites there, they're both very, very experienced teams. And, yeah. you know, Ajax in particular are used to quite a lot of turnover. So, they're yeah, comfortable that's that's in the group this whole, stage. This whole group is just the night out group. <laughs> just every place a great night out. <laughs> oh, I thought you, I thought you were Amsterdam, Naf- Naples, bloody uh, Liverpool and Glasgow. Glasgow. It really is, isn't it's it? I don't think any group's going to top time. that. No. The thing I like most, You were solely basing that on Ali McCoyst, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, in Amsterdam, the thing that I always found curious when I was a, a, a kid, because as we ascertained on the Rambles the other the night, I've got Dutch godparents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, is, you know those little drawers where you go, they're, they're like these cabins, and you go and put a coin in the drawer and you pull it out and there's a hot dog in there. Whoa, know, ste- whoa, whoa, steady. Whoa. whoa. Sorry, do you mean T- the tell future? Tell your therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's existed uh, since the 80s. You, I, I, they've, they've, got, they've got one of those. They're like these fast kiosks out I mean, I'll outside the uh, Yaren Cruyff Arena. You pop yeah. in. They love a peep shot, don't they? Well, I was about to say, <laughs> putting coins in machines and a sausage popping out, I think it's up handy. I think you've been out there. But if there is a delicious snack involved, and if that, what Andy's yeah. saying is correct, Pete Donaldson, how have you not sampled this? I know, it yeah. sounds brilliant. Up and it Do you remember when... FC St. Pauli had like a sausage train yeah, going yeah, around yeah, some, yeah, some of their stands. Yeah. Like we are so behind in terms of mm, yeah. sausage technology in this country. Well, do you remember those kind yes. of, again, we, we talked about the alien and, <laughs> and uh, predator and stuff. We don't have to talk about it again. Okay. But <laughs> do you remember like in the Argos Catalog, you used to get like oh a little tiny uh, Cadbury's vending machine yes. as, oh, yes. as a toy, yes. like a red thing. And you yeah, put a two yeah, pence yeah, piece yeah, yeah. in and... Good God, no. a tiny bit of chocolate would come no, out. Where have they gone? It's like I a Pez know. with chocolate. It's like a Pez yeah. with chocolate. Right. Right. Pete, Pete will supply you with some loose change and we'll send you off to Amsterdam. But still- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! There we are, you got your wish finally. <laughs> uh, but I think Celtic uh, have got a chance. Obviously, Real Madrid will be the favourites, but RB Leipzig and Shakhtar the next. Tell you what, I, I think that the, it'd be remarkable if uh, two Scottish teams got through, but it's great to see two Scottish teams in there anyway for the first mm. time in goodness knows how long. Um, Tottenham have had a nice touch with their group, haven't they, Jim? That's annoyed you. They, no, it's, it's, it's what it is, isn't it? Just, you know, <laughs> You've really convinced just everybody. <laughs> Agents, Tavares and Guendouzi to a point of <laughs> got to come and do us a thing. No, okay, there we are, there we are. Goal um, machine, Nuno Tavares. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice, no, it'd be nice to see uh, Fikayo Tomori. Facing, up, facing off against Chelsea. For oh, yeah, that will be exciting. Yeah, you yeah. see. Why not? That's got clean sheet written all over it, hasn't you it? You said on a, on, a, on a Ramble Q&A on, on was it Instagram uh, that you fancied AC Milan's dark horses maybe for this competition. Well, I think you look at how much they've progressed in terms of how they can mm-hmm. manage games, really. Yeah. Tomori's a huge part of that. Oh, yeah. You know, they're young and exciting, but they can actually defend properly. Yeah. And that bit in the title run-in last season where you expected them to bottle it. Yeah. And Inter only had one slip mm-hmm. and yet they they just held it out. And that was without Zlatan playing, without sure. a lot of experience. Without yeah. a 41-year-old Zlatan playing, they managed to get over the line. Can you imagine? Not 41 till October. No, sorry. He's 40 until he's 41. His, his last ever game is winning the Champions League. Yeah, trophy he's never won. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Remarkable. I think he's played but the, I, think, I think your AC Milan show isn't, isn't dreadful because actually if you look at the teams in, in, um, in the competition, you know, Man City, but you know, presumably Pep will overthink it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, although I would say, have you seen Bayern Munich this season so far? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty outrageous. But there we are. Uh, Champions League—it's always exciting, uh, of course, to see the draw. So yes, but Man City themselves, uh, Sevilla, Borussia Dortmund, and Copenhagen—I mean, they should be, should be all right. But Bayern themselves are in the group of death with Barcelona, Inter, and Victoria Pilsen. Nice to see Pilsen in there. Yeah. 
I think we can all agree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's what we're all thinking this morning. Indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, um, the aforementioned Chelsea, of course, um, up against AC Milan, as we mentioned, the group Salzburg, Dynamo, Kiev. It is a, it is a doable group. But in, in, in more present uh, pressing matters, uh, they host Leicester on Saturday at 3pm. They will be looking to bounce back from their drubbing at uh, the hands of Leeds United last weekend. Got a uh, bit lost in the mix, I think, that result. I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, shit, I've got that. <laughs> yeah. But Leeds absolutely pumped them. You know, Leeds just survived uh, last yeah. season, sold probably two of their best players, and there they are, hammering Chelsea. I don't know, I've spoken to a lot of irate Chelsea fans this week. Right. Yeah. They're really, really displeased about it. Yeah. I've okay. been doing a bit of telly, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, will they be displeased about this little nugget of information, Andy, which doesn't really have anything to do with anything football related really uh, it's been revealed this week that Swansea City ball boy or the Swansea City ball boy of course that Eden Hazard kicked that time when Chelsea uh, played them um, away he's now been named on the Times Young Rich list Charlie Morgan is his name mm. he's now worth an estimated £40 million after mm. founding um, all vodka, I think that's uh, pronounced AU vodka, a premium right. brand of vodka. Yeah, I've I've seen this guy's kind of um, Live your Twitter and Instagram kind of output, and uh, the kind of brand that, that looks like yeah. he'll have he'll have crashed all his Lambos by twenty three. He'll spend it all on Lambos and yeah. all that stuff. It just looks a bit too yeah. flashy. Yeah, for I, me. I, I read about this and. and in one of the articles about it. So Charlie's father is Martin Morgan, a director at Swansea City and owner of Morgan's Hotel. So it's a, a heartwarming tale. Sometimes capitalism lets us down, doesn't it, Jim? <laughs> um, but there we are. So I thought well, we all needed to be made aware of mm. that. Uh, Tom Stuka will be missing from the dugout, of course, serving that one-match ban for his uh, confrontation, shall we call it, with Antonio yes. Conte. Yeah, that was, that was chaos already at Chelsea. And actually, I think that this could be a real battle between two teams who don't quite seen themselves yet because mm. they, they are the two sort of messiest most chaotic teams you probably even take Man United out of that I was now about to say Liverpool, remember them <laughs> um, that, that we've seen so far um, and you know they've still got so much transfer work undone so I, th- I think this the, might be quite chaotic end-to-end game well they're like heat-seeking missiles for every player who could potentially <laughs> yeah. tip over that 40 million mark and I kind of like when you've got a 5 billion company that you've just bought, I realise that you probably feel like, well, you've got, there's a statement of intent, you've got to feed the meter, mm. and that's kind of how business, but the, the the problem with Chelsea has kind of historically always been that their team's based on uh, the, the managerial style of whoever's in the job at the moment, so it's only like, every two years they, they, they change direction mm. anyway, so it'd be nice to have a, a, a football manager who spent a little bit more time, so, yeah. so maybe this was kind of a, a necessary uh, rebuild to a certain extent, but when you Signing when your best signing is Kukurea and you've got covering that position anyway, you've got to wonder, well, are you just going for anyone who's out there? And, yeah, does it does it feel, it's a really good question. Does it feel like a necessary rebuild or does it feel like, you know, let's spend some money to say while we're here? Because if you look at Marina Granovskaya moving on, of course she was very influential. She was criticized at times, mm. but clearly they had a plan and a direction. It doesn't really feel like that's the case at the moment. And if you're chairman your newly arrived to football chairman mm. is having a key hand in your recruitment that that doesn't feel at all healthy to me mm. and, no, it, and, it feels like a kind of settling in period for him doesn't it while he sort of figures out how the market works essentially it's a new market to him obviously he's a smart man he, you know and he's had a lot of success in sport before so i'm sure he will you know 
get this right at some point. But right now, it all seems very last minute, which, mm. to be fair, it is. Every, and it's it's fascinating. Every new football chairman uh, in in the modern game. It doesn't matter where they've come from, sport in, in other um, regions and other markets, they're always surprised at how yeah. still like the Wild West it is. Yeah. Uh, Premier, mm. even, even at Premier League and European, top European league level. It's, it's just astonishing. So it, it probably is a bit of flailing around. I think the best thing that could happen for Chelsea is that um, transfer window to close so they just know yeah. who they've got and who they're going to play with. The sort of pertinent question about Chelsea after post Abramovich was is it going to be business as usual or is it going to sort of be a bit calmer and a bit more mm. kind of strategic and long term and right now it looks like it's going to be the, the former but I guess you mm. know time will tell but well, apart from the Fafana weirdness yes. I mean th- this, this is the fixture you would want as Chelsea I think to yeah. get past that that yeah. result at Leeds because Leicester look all over the place at the moment. Mm. I don't know. I have this feeling about Leicester that something's really got to give very, very soon mm-hmm. there. Yeah, well, it you, seems you, like there's stuff we don't know, <laughs> right? It's very weird that they've that their recruitment has been so poor. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. Well, so Leicester, non-existent, really. Well, yeah, yeah. They've signed what a sub goalkeeper, I think, mm. for their I, yeah. first team goalkeeper, who is a massive downgrade on Schmeichel in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you look at Leicester though, the, with what they've done under Rodgers in recent years, they've been very close to Champions League football but they didn't quite get there when they had the lead and so on. And I think if you have that, and then they did win the FA Cup as well. So, you know, they had um, great success there and they were very, un- well, not unlucky. They, they they just couldn't quite get fourth spot over the line. I just wonder with some of those players who've been in that squad, they sort of go, what realistically, what else can we do? Mm. And and with, with Rodgers there as well, I think Rodgers is a good manager. You, you know, we like him, but I, I wonder if soon enough if it doesn't really change and if it is another sort of a mid table kind of affair or just in the top half. I wonder, yeah. you know what football owners are like? I'm not saying that they should um, get rid of him because I don't think managers, I think with when players have a dip in form, we think, well, hang on, well, they can come back. And I think the same could be said with managers as well. But it's more likely that he jumps than is pushed, isn't it? Possibly. Because if you think of the reason that he left Celtic, mm. you know, mm. lack of spending, lack of well, ambition, etc. Yeah, exactly. And you feel you've, you've done as much as you can. On the other hand, they're obviously trying to quell that by the contract extension to Vardy. Um, they're in negotiations with Madison. And Madison's an interesting one, isn't he? Mm. Because he's a player you really build a team around. Is he a player you build a, a top five team around? That's still a question. Obviously, England have thoughts about how they're going to use it, or Gareth Southgate have thoughts about how they're going to use him or not Which use him. Or not use him. Yeah. And you look at where he is at the moment. Newcastle really interested him in him, obviously, but not quite prepared to throw as much at him as uh, Leicester would consider acceptable. So he ends up signing an extended contract with Leicester. Now he's on way over a hundred thousand pounds a week, anyway. So that's really going to cost them. And I guess, like what you were saying about the the chairman, are you at the point where you're paying? a lot of money because they have got a huge wage bill. You're paying a lot of money to just stand pat and not really do anything mm-hmm, yeah. and maybe not qualify for for Europe, which is difficult to justify as time goes by, even in the context of the Premier League being full of cash. They are saving a lot of money not doing those clappers anymore. There are, you see. Cardboard clappers. Save sell them the to Fulham. <laughs> yeah, Fulham have got loads. They don't need anymore. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Madison's a great player. I, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying him at Leicester City, so I hope he stays mm. there. But of course, Leicester will be without Wesley. Uh, for Fana, um, with all that transfer uncertainty. Brother Brandy was quite quick to rubbish comparisons made 
um, with uh, Harry Maguire when he left the club, club saying that Maguire was focused and fantastic right up until when he was sold. Mm. Take note, uh, Wesley. Um, speaking of transfers and all, Chelsea, they're still in for Aubameyang. Of course they are. <laughs> Pierre Emerick appeared to wave goodbye to the Barca fans the other night in a friendly against Manchester City. He could have also been raising his hand to say thank you um, and good night because he was obviously being subbed off. It so we'd game. like to read into these things, <laughs> don't we, Jim? Who thinks this is the most meaningful game they've ever played in? <laughs> Jim, I wanted to ask you how much, say if Barcelona sold him, sold him for money to Chelsea, how much would that piss you off? Um, hypothetically, how much is the transfer? Say, say they spend 20 million. Yeah. It would piss me off 20 million. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently Barcelona uh, are trying to sign Bernardo Silva. Uh, he played in that friendly and Pep said after the match, as a player and a person, he is one of the best I've ever had. Which that could be any player that's played. I, 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 he, I, he would say that about, about Fabian Delphine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know Rangers went out of business and came back, but I yeah. mean, imagine. If, I mean, they, could, they are just. They don't mo- get it, do they? They, they, they do could, not understand so how economics work. Stop spending lots water. of money. They're in so much hot water, and they're just selling the the the, the family. Well, Pete, it's even better. It's even better than that and... because because Pep did say you know Bernardo likes Barcelona, and Xavi was asked about Silva, and Xavi, Stop it. like Xavi. Okay, so you're being linked with Silva. It's going to cost you a lot of money because he's still got three years left on his contract, okay? And then Xavi doesn't even go, yeah, we're interested in him. Xavi says, who doesn't like Bernardo Silva? Or Haaland or De Bruyne? Yeah, you can't buy them! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But haven't they got a situation where they've sold off their TV rights for sort of... In the, in Jim, the they could sell future. everybody, but they they have got money for transfers now, haven't they? That's that's the thing. The way they they've no, they haven't because I'll, they've but, still got registered Jokunde. No, yes, they yeah. don't have because bars. For unfortunately for them, for financial restrictions have prevented them from submitting an offer for silver. What they're also doing is giving sort of essentially their rivals a chance to truly ruin them. It's just. Like, go on, then. Nationalise them. Go on. Nationalise them. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> yeah, the Catalans are having them. The, the they Catalan- can't afford them. Catalans the Spanish will love it, have them. Please come on in. Come on in. Change the name of the club if you want. Lordy. Deary me. Anyway, let's go to a club who do have a lot of money. Uh, Newcastle United. They're away to Wolverhampton Wanderers on Sunday. Um, Newcastle, they appear to be on the verge of signing old Real Sociedad striker Alexander Isaac. I think the, uh, I think the, uh, the, 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 what do you, what do you have it? What do you have when you join a club? You have a, uh, uh, you have a fax, a, a fax, <laughs> and then you come down and you get on an exercise and bike and they test you. A medical. medical. I've forgotten the word medical. Right. So you're a, confusing. It's been a long week. You're confusing <laughs> Newcastle United with Stoke City there. Yeah. <laughs> the old Tony Pullis medical of like run around the pitch twice. Yeah. I'm going to punch you in the stomach Some a few times. Some jumping jacks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, 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 I mean, I, I, I don't know, obviously, anywhere near or, or anything really. Uh, about the player compared to uh, Andy Russell but uh, it would it be fair to say Andy that he is a player who is more of a nuisance rather than uh, a stone cold goal getter might there be some frustration that was levelled at someone like Joe Linton at number nine um, uh, a couple of seasons ago I, I think he'll be more prolific than that I, right. I think he's he's got the ability to be a consistent goal scorer for them but his finishing needs work Andy 60 uh, million is a lot of money for him isn't it it, it is a lot of money but I, as I was saying yesterday no I, goals out there, I think you've got to bear in mind that 
like value for Premier League clubs. It's an abstract concept. Mm-hmm. When you're going in negotiating as a Premier League club, what are you going to do? Oh, we can't afford that. You can't, you can't say yeah. that. <laughs> Everyone knows it's yeah, not true. It's also his age, isn't it? Yeah, like he's coming in at 22. You, you're paying for the. You're essentially paying for the player at like mm-hmm. the end of the contract as well. You don't yes. have to be taken for a ride as Arsenal and Nicola Pepe know. <laughs> All right. He's <laughs> got. He's got a really high ceiling. And the thing is, even if he's not scoring, there's so much he can contribute. Well, he's exactly the sort of player. That Newcastle should be going for because he's he's 22 yeah. mm-hmm. and already oh. very good, already very influential. Scored against Barcelona uh-huh. last weekend. Mm. Only going to get better. They don't need to be buying people who are 29 who've got like a little oh. bit left in the tank and won't yeah. be that bothered. Well, Andy, I, I believe you, Dotton, and Nicky spoke uh, more about this in other La Liga business on uh, on the content yesterday. So so do get your chops around that, everybody. But Eddie Howe is hopeful that Isaac is going to be registered for this game on Sunday. I mean, I think looking back on this window later, this may be one of the most significant moves in it. Because this is this is a, a leveling up essentially for Newcastle, isn't it? They couldn't have attracted right, a play like yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> I, dare I, you. I think Gimmeration, the last uh, window was obviously yeah, the, very the, much the so. big one for me. It can, mm. Well, it continues that trend, doesn't it? Mm. Well, uh, some of you uh, uh, like me might be thinking, "Hang on a minute, he's not going to step on Callum Wilson's toes, is he?" Yeah, probably break him, knowing Callum Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm worried. He's only on the he's only on the two of them. He's having a hamstring scan. He's just cannot step. Sorry, he's already on the two of them. He's got he's two like, toes. I mean, concern because what what are we about three months away from? The Cup of the World. Mm. The Cup of the so World. So it's not that far away. But for, <laughs> um, as, as, as Darbs on Twitter pointed out to us, there were some quotes that suggested that Callum Wilson's not worried and that he does back himself to receive the call-up to Qatar. Um, so when he was asked which four strikers Gareth Southgate should take to the World Cup, I love that. Imagine asking one of the hopefuls, which four strikers should he take? Mm. Who would you take? Yeah, um, he's yes. taking, you're taking Harry Kane. Behind Harry Kane, you're taking myself. Love that! Big, big. <laughs> Tammy Abraham is also doing well. I'm on the plane. Come on, Wilson. <laughs> he's obviously uh, he, he's he's full of confidence, isn't he? For me, you're going Kane, myself, Tammy Abraham, who's a different kind of striker, and then probably taking Danny Ings. That would probably be my four um, form dependent. Uh, he did mention Ollie Watkins as another option for fourth mm. choice striker. Big mm. talk from. I Callum would love Wilson. to see Wilson get some significant England minutes, but the, unfortunately, there aren't really any left. <laughs> There's not that many left. But uh, I do you know what. I think Callum Wilson, in terms of out and out raw finishing, Robbie Fowler style stuff. I think he's one of the best Englishmen out there. Yeah, I agree. He's, again, it's fitness, isn't it, is the issue. True. But Pete, you've, you've watched him more than probably anybody here. Maybe I, think he, I think But he, finishing-wise, he's, he's like a shark, yeah. isn't he? He's deadly. Uh, yeah, I, I think he... Uh, I think it rankles a little bit that, that the only reason why people talk about Callum Wilson now... Mm. I mean, you look at his... Even he his scored goal goals under Steve Bruce. Tammy Abraham. Like, obviously, <laughs> Tammy Scott... <laughs> Tammy scored more goals than him so obviously he's in front of him in the pecking order but it does rank a little bit that now you know Newcastle the sky cameras are pointing at Newcastle every weekend uh, that the money's in the club that people are talking about that's uh, not Callum true Wilson. I remember his disallowed goal in the third place playoff in the UEFA Nations League I know yeah, you but do you're a big nerd yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big England nerd well you, you were talking about the Callum Wilson uh, what was it, debate you started and I'm saying Peter yeah. it's arrived I claimed it Wilson people call it your debate I'm like no I'm fine the video I'm retweeting it yeah and you did god Damn it. Absolutely. But I'm trying to, re, you know, rekindle the on form, fire. On form, rekindle the <laughs> fire. What we're saying is you're the Rolling Stones, Pete's Howling Wolf. <laughs> Fine. Exactly. I know which one I'd rather be in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so he's in there. By the way, um, Marks and Spencer with the New England range, the three models I saw Good on a billboard God. the other day, Harry Kane, John Stones, right, fair enough, they're both going, Ollie Watkins. And I thought, oh, you <laughs> a bold one there I bought the suit now yeah he's a very handsome lady. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean he's not going um, so there we are anyway uh, I would say enough England chat there's never enough for me personally but anyway mm. we do need to go for a break back in a minute 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Would you like a fucking cup of tea, Caroline? Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. That may or may not have been Andy's uh, Dutch godfather. <laughs> don't, don't drive and text, kids. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, oh, everybody, before we talk about Southampton Manchester United, a reminder that we are having a Ramble watch-along of Chelsea versus Liverpool, a big old match in the Premier League, and that will happen on the 18th of September in a pub in central London. If you want to come along and watch the game with us, then sign up to be a friend of the Ramble over on our Patreon. Just search patreon.com forward slash football ramble or hit the link in the show notes. You'd be mad to miss out. Come <laughs> and have like a Fanta with me. Come and have a Fanta with Marcus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or an orange yeah. juice and lemonade if they don't have Fanta. Is it going to get to Defcon Bailey's or no? Oh, well, come along and find out, Andy. Right. Mm. Who knows? Uh, Southampton versus Manchester United will be kicking off the Premier League action on Saturday at 12.30. Manchester United, will they be looking forward to carrying on their form after that huge win against Liverpool, Jim? You'd, you would hope that they'd consider that. Yeah, OK. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, it's interesting with Manchester United. Because, I mean, you, Luke was talking about how he felt it was sad when Manchester United would get hammered because he remembered them in the 90s. And I thought to myself, you see, a lot of people will think it's great what's happening to Manchester United <laughs> yeah, if they remember yeah. the 90s. <laughs> no, I, I can see, see it from both sides personally, but like... I'm only sad until they win. It's like, oh, God, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I think I was, enjoy- <laughs> I was enjoying it more. 
<laughs> when yeah. you're still suffering for what you put all of us through. Yeah, true enough. Will uh, Ten Hag be going on another long run with his players? Because that seemed to have the desired effect because they had their extra training session after the Brentford match, of course. Yeah. And reportedly Ten Hag, they did a 13.8 kilometre run uh, on the Sunday after the game. And May ten- I suggest that that's a one-time only opportunity to make a point yeah okay it's psychological warfare that isn't it it's, it's all over the place like you you have to beat him you have mm. to beat him on that run <laughs> and at the same time if he loses you know what that Man United dressing room is like what happens does he lose does he get some sort of nickname equivalent, equivalent of specs <laughs> oh slow coach yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, not listening <laughs> baldy baldy slow coach yeah exactly yeah. well he, Ten Hag got involved didn't he ran along with the players and got the respect which manager was got it the respect who said that who reported that which manager was it I want to say it was somebody like it was lower league was Keith Curl ever a manager yes, yes. He, I mean, he was an absolute he was a, a nasty player at times let's say but uh, was it him maybe who was taking his side on a pre-season run and they were a bit or yeah they were Looking like they were going to be relegation fodder or something like that. Right. Forget the, the details are hazy, but there was a there was a, a small river where they were running and they wanted to cross the other side. And he was like, "Right, come on then, lads!" And he just dived into the river, who swam across. Was that not Martin Allen? Or was it Martin Allen? Yeah, was yeah, it? yeah. yeah oh, that okay. sounds about right. And then all the it? players were like, and they but the players responded to it, and they were like, "All right, get me in a river." Uh, and they all, they all floated away and Martin Allen decided to hold you to that's not true <laughs> so maybe that'll be Ten Hag's next thing take him down to uh, mm. the uh, the canal in Manchester get stuck in uh, well uh, new signing Casemiro um, said he is the happiest man alive after joining the club he doesn't know the club um, clearly but uh, yeah he turns up he sees him play really well against Liverpool he's like what's yeah, this it's going to be easy yeah, yeah exactly. I don't even need me yeah, exactly yeah. I think I'm really looking forward to his debut actually to see oh, yeah. where he slots in I don't think Man United have ever really replaced Bastian Schweinsteiger so it'd be good to see someone <laughs> he was piping position. up on social media when they beat Liverpool yeah. go United go on the boys I was like oh didn't think you cared yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think his head cared he's just his legs you know they yeah. just weren't doing what they was what his yes. head was telling them to do at that yes, point. Yes, yes, yes. But, yes, but gen- yes. genuinely, though, you know, we, we've been speaking for years about this position being mm. a problem position for Man United. It'd be very interesting to see what sort of difference it makes. Because, think- it, I mean, in the short term, oh. I really think this could be a game-changing signing for them. Agreed. Do you, do you remember when the Chinese Super League first burst onto the scene, yeah. or in all our consciousnesses, and your players were going for ridiculous money and turning up and you know, to varying degrees of success and performance. Mm-hmm. Is that like Ferguson, uh, uh, like Manchester United after Ferguson? Just like people just turning up there on big money, yeah, whatever, we'll go to Manchester United, uh, and it was a bit of a gravy train. But I, th- I, th- I think it's different because... Well, you've got with, the history and all that, of course. Yeah, I, I think, and that is the big difference, because if you're going to the Chinese Super League, mm. it's an acceptance that you're... Well, well, if you're going to the Chinese Super League mm. three years ago, it's an acceptance that you're just going to fill your pockets. With, all I'm saying, with, with I'm, respect, not, I'm whereas, not going to sign your Kubu. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> I, th- I think with Manchester United, there's still a wow factor worldwide. You have mm. to you have to say that they're they're huge news, and that's why this rebuild is such a tricky thing for Ten Hag because a lot of people and Jim and I were talking about this the other day, and maybe the most sensible thing for United in the short to medium term would be that sort of Arsenal mm-hmm. rebuild which is painful, but you look at where Arsenal are at the yeah, moment. Europa League. And it seems it seems like a, a sensible route and the way they're playing this season and the team they've got, and it looks a sensible route. I find it hard to see how Manchester United could ex- 
resist the like the worldwide public pressure mm. to yeah. be that sort of work in progress. I don't think they could because there's such a massive story all over the world. Now Casemiro is interesting because he's almost a nod to that. He's a concession to Ten Hag saying, actually, we can't play the football that I want to play from minute one. Let's be mm, a little yeah. bit more practical. And this is someone who can help us get there very quickly because he's of such a high standard. I see. Yeah. I mean, the, the, so you're saying you're comparing it to the Arsenal rebuild. They do have a sweary foreign manager. Jim. They do. They need yeah. to. But they need to make sure the brain and the heart are hand in hand. Absolutely. Yeah. Very much so. Uh-huh. Um, and that there are light bulbs around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the, the difficulty with those rebuilds as well, and it's you know many clubs have been through it before, is that. As we, as I've said before on the show about this, that it has to get worse before it gets better. And even if some people acknowledge that, and even if it's acknowledged within the club, the fans, like a, a large section of the fans, will never be happy with it. it, it it's you're still going to have that pressure. It's you, mm. you, like mm. I think at Man United, it would probably be worse. And and that Definitely. that pressure is mm. you know part of the reason that they're in the situation they're in. And also, it ends up with them overpaying for players as well. So well, there's, uh, there's that to think about as well. well and the, the Ajax forward Anthony is perhaps point in case there. I mean, they, you know, they're looking to sign him now. If you've seen that clip of him doing those sort of swirly little turns on on Twitter, it's very impressive, and I want to see that in the Premier <laughs> yeah. League. Whether it has any end product in the Premier League, and I, I, I don't care. No, that'd to... be perfect. Yeah, isn't it, for the neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Great to watch, and they still live. <laughs> but it, but he does look a player. There's no doubt about that. But they're going to pay through the nose if they do indeed get him. Apparently, he's already started looking for a house in Cheshire after agreeing personal terms managed tonight. So it looks like it's happening, Andy. What do, what do you think about that one? Well, they're, they're just going to end up overpaying for him by so much. It's just got to the point where he's making it difficult for, for Ajax because mm. he's not training and saying, look, I, I really need you to sell me. And if they can sell an unhappy player mm. for way above market value, why wouldn't they? Especially when you look at their ability to maybe get Zierg back for a fraction of the price, for mm. example. Just for example, you know, that's a, that's a possibility. A player who they never could have dreamed of signing back just a year ago. Okay, really. so my question is then, so if they sign Anthony, Manchester United, how long would it be until he goes on loan to Nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Yeah. I, th- I think he'll, he'd do really, really well in England. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he plays into the fact that ideally they want to be playing, rather than buying a centre forward, they want to be playing Martial and Rashford. Mm. We both have plenty left in the tank. And oh. that that is the whole thing with Manchester United. Yeah. There are so many players there who could be doing yeah. so much better. <laughs> and that is Ten Hag's job. The other thing about Anthony, which makes me think he'll succeed in the Premier League, not just because he's a very good player, he's trying to nail a place mm-hmm. in the Brazil starting eleven. is that it, it, he's really difficult to kick out of games. I think people will look at him and think, right, we'll, we'll have this laid up. Mm. Not doable. No chance. Not doable. No chance. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think of the whole sort of Cristiano Ronaldo situation? Because Gibril Ciso has thrown his hat into the ring. Mm. And, and and that's a formidable hat, one Absolutely. we've missed, I think. Um, he took to Twitter this week to try and persuade him to move to Marseille, who have reportedly already carried out a study to find out what Ronaldo could bring to the club financially. Cissé tweeted, Cristiano, come my friend, I will look after you. Is that, is that the best pitch? <laughs> Cristiano, we've realised if you come, we'll make a fortune. <laughs> How's that sound to you? I thought he was playing in Nazal. I thought he was playing like some kind of weird... Like, yeah. Oh, he, he was, pops up every now yeah, and then. He's in Illinois, he? He, he? Threatened, he threatened to come out of uh, retirement right. <laughs> the, the, this, this summer. He wanted, he wanted oh, to go he, back and play for Orcs there. Yes. Yeah. Get his 100 okay. goals in the top flight. That's nice. right. I mean, hip replacement. Yeah. Hasn't played for five years. He's <laughs> actually hip replacement. Yeah. Right. They basically sub him on if you've got a penalty, right? There you yeah. go. Now, back to the party scene. 
and looking after Cristiano. No. <laughs> but it's, it's sad. Sadly, Marseille have already shut this down. The president Pablo Longoria has, has, has shut this down. That is very. Sad. I think the stars and Cristiano's mum are telling him to come home to Sporting. Yeah, oh, that would be it. Be Although nice. we wanted we wanted him versus his old mate Messi in league. Ugh. Well, Jim just wants him to finish Tottenham in the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He always scores a lot of goals yeah, against Tottenham. That. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good I point. did tell you about last season, didn't I, when I was in a pub full of um, Tottenham fans watching Manchester United versus Arsenal and when Ronaldo scored the winner, there were all these 40-year-old Tottenham fans going, see! Oh, oh dear. So you could, you could go back and do that to them. Yeah. When, uh, <laughs> dignity in your 40s. All <laughs> um, right, let's talk about uh, Aston Villa versus West Ham. Um, yes, uh, West Ham, of course, progressed into the Europa Conference League last night. So well done to them. I'd like to see them on another European jaunt. Mm. Uh, oh, the magnificent Gorgie boys, they, they lost to FC Zurich in the Europa League qualifying. So they will go in to the uh, Europa Conference League, perhaps maybe more of their level. Absolute <laughs> sick now, while we're talking about uh, European results from last night, for, for Lingfield of Northern Ireland. Missed out on being the first ever Northern Irish side to qualify for European competition. Um, now, Northern Irish side has qualified before way back in the day, but not, you know, in the sort of the modern era. Um, they scored an own goal in the 119th minute and then lost on penalties. And they had a oh. chance to win it moments before that own goal. Sickening. Ooh. Absolutely sickening. Um, but with Villa versus West Ham, uh, the former Manchester United manager, David Moyes, has been speaking this week about West Ham's dealings in the transfer market. He said, I've lost count of how many players we've bid for. We've bid for a lot. If I told you who, you would burst out laughing. Maybe I've tried and gone above our station. <laughs> <laughs> so th this is the Moyes we know and love. Yeah. Yeah. This is more the sort of, it can't get any better than this. And so finally, yeah. the reality is kind of uh, kicking in. Well, they're currently trying to buy Lucas Pacatar, aren't they? Yeah. From, 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 from Leon. I mean, to, to buy a current Brazil starter for mm. 60 million euros. I mean, mm. nothing says successful Europa League, Conference League campaign <laughs> like that, does it? Yeah. Yeah, That'd be amazing. But do you think I'd love to see him in the Prem for what it's worth. I mean, have, it's... have they perhaps had a plan for what happens if they got back into the Europa League and just sort of had a go at it anyway? Yeah, That's I just I find that maybe like. I've yeah. tried and gone above our station. Like, oh, we're not, you know, don't admit that. Yeah. <laughs> but he says, another thing he said that it's angered some of the West Ham fans is he said that he had a couple of people at the match last weekend who were keen to join the club. I'm not sure who they were. But, it's, but, but when Harry Redknapp played a fan in a friendly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but he was concerned that the home fans booing might put some of the players off from signing to, uh, to the club. And he urged the fans to always get behind the team, even if they're playing crap. And the fans are a bit like, hang on. You don't play much if you haven't bought these people in. Yeah. And then he says, oh, this is on you. Yeah, and, and you've also said you're getting above the state our station. It's a funny old situation there. Um, Interesting form of emotional blackmail, that, isn't in it? DJ and DJ. But I mean, it's a big game against Aston Villa, who have not started that well. No. Andy, so flat to deceive. <clears throat> no, I've, I've, I've spoken to a few uh, Villa supporting friends who are. Um, Questioning Steven Gerrard. Mm. Mm. So it's interesting. Losing Diego Carlos is, is a massive blow, though, isn't it? Like it, it was a bit of a marquee yeah. coup signing, and mm -hmm. he's going to be missing for most of the season, essentially. Now, like that is that's mm -hmm. a bad setback. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought Villa. You look at that side, and you look at Gerrard as a manager. Obviously, impressed by and large at Rangers. 
I, I thought it was a good fit, and I thought that this season... I mean, look, it's very early on, for crying out loud. But I actually had quite high hopes for them. I think you love a bit of balance in midfield and, and, and a great bit of creativity. You've got goals in the team as well. You've got decent forwards. I know at the back there's been a little bit of chat about Tyrone Mings, but I think by and large he's you know, a decent defender. He might be having a bit of a dip in form, but they've got Konza in there and, and one or two others, some exciting fullbacks and so on, and a decent keeper. I, I just thought the team looked pretty good. I thought they looked set up quite nicely, and but they've not started very well. Of course, they can turn it round. Um, but we shall see. But they're going to have to get going soon because, as you say, with someone of the profile of Steven Gerrard, it will always be the case that after a few sloppy results, because he's that profile, people will start looking at him and thinking, oh, hang on, we expect big things from you, especially what he did um, with that amazing league win at Rangers. And you don't want the pressure to start piling uh, and on. Not, not just the results, um, because they were absolutely awful at Palace last yeah, week. Yeah, the performance was, yeah. Terrible. Exactly, exactly, Andy. Um, elsewhere in the Premier League, it's a London derby. It is. It's Arsenal versus Fulham. Oh, it's going to be pleasant. It's is is be... that Fulham or is that unbeaten Fulham? It's unbeaten, it's unbeaten Fulham. Fulham. Right, let's, okay. Let's call them what they are. Unbeaten yeah. Arsenal, though, as well. Very much yeah. so. I do think undefeated Fulham are potentially Arsenal's biggest test yet. Because um, obviously the opening day against Palace, it's the opening day. You know, there's, mm. there's a, a, a lot of variables involved in that. Leicester are a little bit all over the place. And I think Bournemouth already look like they could be in for a tough time this season. Whereas Fulham, as, you, as we've said, still mm. undefeated. I'm very pleased this one's at the carpet, got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan got in touch uh, via email this week to bring us uh, a nice little uh, Alexandra Mitrovic interview, uh, and he brought it to our attention. Uh, this did, uh, I think, around on Twitter as well, some of you may have seen it, but he suggested that he could be Ivan Tony's idol after Tony copied his celebration. Now, Tony did that <laughs> twice. For the goal that was disallowed, he did it, and then, of course, it was chalked off, and then he scored and he did it again, right in front of the Fulham fans. And I thought that was a bit naughty. <laughs> uh, but Mitrovic, who, of course, had the last laugh on the day, said, everybody has idols. He used to play with me at Newcastle, and he was my boy. My idol was Shearer, and I'm probably his idol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably being the operative word yeah. there. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to the uh, the battle between Mitrovic and William Saliba, actually. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mitrovic, he's, he's, he's having he's a it. Big, busy bastard, isn't he? Well, do you know what? That that goal he scored against Brentford, I thought was crucial because against Wolves, misses a penalty. Against Brentford, yeah. has two or three very good chances to put that game to bed or, or, or as it would turn out, you know, get the winning goal. And he misses them. And if if he finishes that game not scoring and it ends 2 all, the Fulham have thrown away a 2-0 lead, you wonder maybe, you know, the critics are there and so on. I don't think he suffers that much from critics personally. I think he's just... I don't think he's that thoughtful. No, I don't think he's... No. I don't think he's as well. However, you know... You, you, he is a human being and of course if he's missed a penalty he's missed a few chances whereas actually what happens he, he nods a beautiful goal celebrates and, and, and he's got the headline so um, he's there but he did say I don't care about critics I always knew I belonged here with regards to the Premier League so so fair play to him fair play didn't um, he just mean at Fulham well, he very much belongs at Fulham. I mean, I'm go. very much enjoying Jim talking up how big this game is for Arsenal as well. Like it's, <laughs> like it's, oh, oh, it's going to be a tough chance. Is it though? Hey, compared to everything else you've got to face in the Premier League, Pete, is it though? Pete, it's one game at a time. <laughs> one game. At the most important game is the next game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 50 cup finals you say, don't you look say, at me like that Marcus you know what you are <laughs> no, well, you've, you've saying, just come up you saying 50 cup finals does remind me of uh, a certain Phil Neville <laughs> um, into Miami signed uh, Harvey Neville 
on uh, professional contracts. Good to cast an far and wide, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely old job. Um, before we get to uh, the game, on Wednesday, we released our guide to animal pitch invasions. It's about time somebody did. Also um, known as the greatest podcast ever to hit your ears. Indeed, yeah. Um, well, in more animal football news, the Benin national football team, who are previously known as the Squirrels, have now changed their nickname um, as Benin fans found the small size of squirrels meant that their team were considered insignificant. <laughs> So this is nonsense. So the Benin Football Federation president stated, from this day on, there will be no more squirrels in Benin at football <laughs> level. From now, our footballers will be called cheaters. <laughs> Which again, I, I don't mean... You need to read it, not hear it. Exactly, yeah. Andy. Yeah. Bunch of cheaters. It's wily shithouses. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Fast, wily shithouses. Yeah, exactly. If, Which if, actually if, does sound like a nightmare, doesn't it? <laughs> Right, Pete Donaldson, over to you. I'm, sorry, I'm just reading that in Benin, uh, the cheetah is rarely seen outside of a uh, outside of a national park. So, mm. so not there's not that many of them around. I think. Well, there'll be some in the there. national football stadium. There'll be some in the national football stadium. Right, it's time for this. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. He heard the word pedia, didn't he, and panicked. Um, welcome to Jack's <laughs> Encyclopedia. I'm going to give you all a category, and all you have to do is give me an answer that fits into that category. You'll keep going around, keep giving answers, and if you can no longer give a correct answer, you are out. And I, if, uh, I think you're taking too long, I'll play my countdown clip, Marcus, and you'll have until the end of Gary Neville's orgasm, which is eight seconds, to give me a correct answer. It's not the end of the... It's the end of his orgasm, all right? Okay. Of course, there can be no repetition of a previous answer either. The last person standing then gets the point. There will be three rounds, and I have a tiebreaker question in case you are all uh, drawing at the end. Marcus is up first with this particular um, section. Are you ready, gentlemen? So Mm -hmm. ready. All right, then. Uh, Players, Manchester United have signed post-Ferguson. There's 49 of the fuckers. Oof. Bastian, Bastian Schweinsteiger. Correct. Oh, is it going that way? Sorry, it's going that way. Sorry, Anthony Martial. Anthony Martial, correct. Marouane Fellaini. Correct. Um, oh, hello. I forgot, I forgot oh. me beeps. There you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. Do you know correct. what? I genuinely was stuck there. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Andy. Victor Lindelöf. Oh, lovely. Cristiano Ronaldo. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> this is, I hate this. Tyro Malassia. I like nice. it. Diogo Dallo. Luke Shaw. Oh, no, that might be wrong. Oh! Oh! On to you, Andy Brassel. Aaron Wambasaka. Correct. Jim. Fred. Lissandra Martinez. <laughs> oh, Andy. This is, this is harder than you think. I know, it really is. It, You see, the mistake I've made... Oh, Andy Brassel is out for this round. The mistake I've made is 
to avoid repetition, yeah. with the gift of a Sports Direct pen from the production team. Don't try curry favour with the uh, with, referees. With I, I basically, I, I've tried to write them all down as I went to avoid repetition. Yeah. And writing them down is more it's difficult confu- than actually remembering. Yeah, you wanted your pen and paper, guys. Way. It's probably I best off off it. the top of the door. Bad idea. Jim Campbell back in the game. Edinson Cavani. You're right. Um. Di Maria. Mm. Correct. Marouan Fellaini. It was worth writing them down. Ah, yeah. <laughs> bit of repetition. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. He was a big fan uh, of Moyes and uh, Moyes was a big fan of him. Yeah. But. There we yeah. Nice, yeah. There it we took go. a long time to consummate, nevertheless. Exactly. There's a lot of uh, yeah. coquettish uh, looks across the dance floor. <laughs> But they finally got there in the end. Yeah. Uh, right, so Marcus wins that round. Yeah. And it's on to round two. Category two, uh, players with five or more own goals in the Premier League. Oh, nice. It's lovely That's stuff. That's a nice one. That's a nice Sorry, what was, what was the category again? The category is Sorry. players with five or more own goals in the Premier League. Wow. are 22 of them. Uh, Jim Campbell, you are going to be starting off. Let's have your players with five or more own goals in the Premier League. I'm going to go for the well-known one, Jamie Carragher. I'll go for um, Dunn. Dunn? Yes. Richard Dunn. That'll do. (laughs) (laughs) You're lucky that I'm feeling lenient this Friday. Yeah. Harry Maguire? I doubt it. No, I think it's probably got less. Oh, Andy Brassel out on this round. Mm, Amazing. Amazing situations happening in... uh, What's this game called again? <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack's Encyclopedia. All right. I don't even know what that On means. to Jim, please. I don't even know anymore. I'm going to go with Frank Sinclair. Oh, good Whoa. one. Oh, it's correct. Well, well done. Played. Very well played, six, six on goals. He's probably had five in one game, isn't it? <laughs> Very well played, sir. Marcus Bella? Yes. What, yes. what do you want from me? I would like a player, please. Oh, okay. Sooner rather than later. Oh. The <laughs> Tony Adams. Incorrect. Uh, uh, no, uh, incorrect. So uh, Jim wins that particular round. Jim's done it. Who, give us a few. Just yeah. Uh, we got us... uh, Henningberg five, Rio Fernand five, Fernand. Uh, Freddy Fernandez uh, five, Phil Jagielka with seven, uh, and Martin Skirtle with seven as well. Blimey! Wow. Ruddock yeah. in there. Ben Mee, Phil Neville. Ah, uh, oh, Jennifer Fizzer yeah. crying out loud. <laughs> Zat Knight. Yeah. Zat Knight oh, was yeah. a particular. Is yeah, Shelby in there? Uh, no, he isn't. Oh, no, he must have that's a, that was a very that. tricky one. That was in my yeah. mind. I had to, I basically Carragher and Dunn were the two that yeah. I knew. That was it. Dunn, as he was not the Brazilian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Johnny Evans was six, indicative of a wider problem. Right. Uh, <laughs> category three. Uh, so uh, who won that one? Uh, Jim, uh, Jim won did, that yeah. one as well. So it's uh, Marcus with one. Uh, Jim with one. If Andy gets this one, it's a it's a big old tiebreaker, tie isn't it? Very Ooh. exciting. So Ooh. head on, hat on. Uh, Andy Uh, right category three uh, starting with you Andy outfield players who have played in goal in English domestic football love it alright outfield players who played in goal in English domestic football let's have number one from you Kyle Walker no ooh I don't know Andy domestic football yeah domestic because you're thinking of someone who yeah yeah Yeah. he's he's not done it in domestic football Jim Campbell Campbell. Phil Jagielka Phil Jagielka. Ooh, yes, yeah. Correct. Rio Ferdinand. Rio Ferdinand. Correct. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent work, isn't it? 
I'm a bit stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's not. Torres. Oh <laughs> I'm going to say Peter Crouch, just because he's tall. Oh. I don't think that's right, though. Oh, and these these and categories have been very yeah. difficult. Mm. Very difficult today. They're fun, though. It's a fun game. Oh, it not, is fun. Yeah, yeah, fun yeah. It's a fun yeah. game. All right, Jim Campbell, let's pick up the baton and let's get going. Um, all right. It's got to be off the dime piece, this one. It's Torres. Oh, he is very... Harry Kane. You're very quick oh, on that. No, I'm not. Oh, God. Marcus Speller. Yes. To win the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. All I need Two to for say, one for zero. All I need to say is that uh, you'll be aware of, well, well aware of this man who played in goal at St. James's Park for Wimbledon against Newcastle United. Yeah. It's uh, Hollywood's Vinnie Jones. It is indeed Vinnie Jones. Well Very done, Marcus. Gareth Ainsworth, Peter Beard, Z Talbahim, uh, Marcus Browning, Dougal, Julian Dix, Lewis Dunk, Joe... Joe Dunan, Scott Fitzgerald, <laughs> Matt Harold, Matt Haylock. What? Haylock? Yeah, Haylock. Gareth, Haylock. Gareth Ainsworth. It's big, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I guess it's English domestic football. Niall Quinn, Lucas Ryderby. Quinn as well. Uh, Robbie mm. Savage, uh, and uh, Adrian Seru, uh, Alan Tate, John Terry, David Webb, Dean Mingash, and Alan Young. John and Terry. A few more. Terry. Yeah. Huh. There we are. Yeah. There we are, Glenn, everybody. Glenn Hoddle. Glenda played his suede shoes, yeah. In his check out the, uh, his check out the interview on the uh, on the feed how, at your willing. How about that? Did she everybody? ask about it? No, she wanted to talk about <laughs> other stuff, like the World Cup ninety. <laughs> well, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. It's the weekend. The keys are in the lock. The door is open. Get out there and express yourself, as Madonna once said. Thank you, Andy Brassel. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you, Jim Campbell. You're welcome. And it's goodbye from me. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.